You are listening to the Show Up Society podcast. If you want to feel better about the way you show up in the world, you're in the exact right place. I'm your host, certified life coach, Tammy Bennett, and I'm here to help you stop giving a poop about what others think so you can make confident decisions. Your whole outlook on goals will change too. You'll see they can be fun, doable, and full of celebration, not something to be afraid of failing. And speaking of fears, I'll help you work through all of yours so you can take more action. You're already a badass in my book, and if you want to learn how to create the life you want, then get your buns in here and let's go. Oh, hey, welcome to episode 179 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm going to be giving you a few reasons why you might not want to hire me as your coach. So this is a great episode for you if you have ever thought about working with a coach, whether it's me or someone else, it'll give you some great things to think about and what you're seeking and what you want and maybe don't want in a coach. And it will definitely give you some clarity about whether I might be the right coach for you or maybe not. Okay, before we get started, I just have to share another podcast review. This one is from Chili Girl 505 And they say, if you're like me, some days you have the attention span of a squirrel. The Show Up Society podcast is perfect for you. Hosted by the ever-inspiring Tammy Bennett, this podcast is like a shot of espresso for your motivation. Tammy gives you tiny challenges and tips to help you show up for your goals and improve your mindset, creativity, productivity, and more. Tammy's energy and enthusiasm are infectious, and her insights are both practical and inspiring. Whether you're looking to start a new project, tackle a big goal, or just find a little more purpose in your life, the Show Up Society has got you covered. Oh my gosh, such a nice review. Thank you so much. And you, listener, if you haven't left a rating or a review yet, please take a moment to do that because it helps me get in front of more listeners and the more people I can help, the better. Okay, a little behind the scenes before we get to the main topic. My middle child, my firstborn daughter, graduated high school this weekend and it was so great. And to continue the theme of the weekend before it, uh, where we had the state championship meet and there were so many hugs, same thing at graduation, so many hugs. Some of her friends that are a year or two younger than her came and um, all of our families on the East Coast. So we didn't get to have family there. We'll do family celebrations later this summer, uh, but so many hugs. And it's just so fun to see your kids be loved. There's something so beautiful about that. So I'm just so grateful for her community and her friends and her team and the people that she has chosen to put in her life. And I'm just so grateful for all of that. We had another track meet. It was really busy, busy weekend. Um, Things are starting to settle down now a little bit. We're going to start to get into our summer routine. I'm looking forward to sitting down and kind of deciding what kind of programs I want to offer for the rest of the year now that we're like halfway through the year pretty much. I have so many ideas and it's kind of hard for me to narrow them down, but I am working on it and I'm getting excited about the possibilities. So I think we're ready to talk about today's topic. Do 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 it's challenge time. Ooh, I guess we're not ready to go into the topic yet because I just interrupted myself to remind me that I have not given you listener a challenge in quite a while. So I used to do this on every podcast episode to give you a tiny little challenge that you could do in the time that it takes to listen to this episode. And I haven't done it in a while. So I'm coming back at you with a challenge right now that you can do today. I want you to look around wherever you are. I want you to appreciate something that is in your view. 
Okay, so if you're in your house or you're out for a walk or you're in your car or you're at the pickup line, there's something around you that you can just notice and appreciate. Maybe you're grateful for it. Maybe you just appreciate its beauty. Maybe you're just find it interesting, something. Okay, so you can do it right now. You can do it as you're listening to the rest of this. And I'm going to check in with you at the end of this podcast episode to see if you did it. Now we are ready to talk about reasons why you might not want to hire me. So this came up because I was in a conversation recently with somebody that was talking about like, well, how do you know someone's a good fit to work with you in your coaching practice? And so it just kind of got me thinking. And I was also thinking about a couple clients that either I have chosen not to work with, or they chose not to work with me. So I just thought it would be kind of fun to share that side of it. One reason you might not want to hire me as your coach is because you aren't ready to not be a victim. You're still hanging on tightly to that victim role. So maybe this looks like your mom was really mean, or your partner doesn't believe in you, or you were treated badly in school, or you had a boss that diminished you. All of these things are really common stories that I see in clients. I myself uh, was a victim of abuse and emotional abuse, physical abuse, and I used that as an excuse for a really long time. I hung on to that and I made that be an okay reason why I didn't want to do certain things in my life and why I didn't want to live bigger and make bigger choices. Um, And I finally realized that I was ready to let go of that victim story. I was ready to start taking responsibility for what I do here on out. So in no way am I trying to diminish what you have experienced and what traumas and what events have harmed you, but I we can definitely notice that those happen to you and notice why you have behaved the way you have and why your life has turned out the way you have and why things have happened the way they have, and we can make different decisions from here on out. So for me, I can say, yes, I had severe abuse when I was younger, and I'm choosing not to let that hold me back anymore or ever again. And so, but there are people that hang on to this victim story. It feels safer for them to blame other people or other events than it is to make decisions that can change the outcome of their lives. And it's not my place to tell you to stop being a victim And I'm not even, I'm not blaming you or saying that you shouldn't be a victim because in a lot of ways that victim story can actually help you feel safe and keep you safe. For me, I feel like that victim story that I told actually did, you know, keep me safe, kept me from doing kind of risky things until I was prepared, till I had learned the emotional tools to deal with whatever decisions I was making. So you might choose to still kind of live in that little bit of a cocoon under your victim story and keeping you safe and keeping you small and keeping you from reaching out and doing things and getting out of your comfort zone. And that's totally okay if that's you. If you're still using that as a protective mechanism, totally fine. But I think that we're probably not a great fit for coaching because the way I coach is I help you take responsibility for your choices from this day forward. So if you want to continue to be a victim and blame other people for the results in your life, then we're probably not going to be a good fit. It's not a good fit with my coaching, um, with my coaching methods, but maybe, uh, 
other coaches might be a better fit for you or sometimes even therapy to help you deal with the trauma and the things that have happened in your life until you can get to the point where you are ready to tell, um, to make different decisions and to take, just kind of take charge of the decisions that you're making. And I just want to repeat one more time that I'm not saying that you have to pretend like the, the trauma did not exist. You don't have to pretend like bad, hard things didn't happen to you, but you can acknowledge that they happened to you and make choices that are helping you move forward and put things into your life that you want to be there. Those can definitely coexist. I'm a prime example of it and many of my clients are examples of it. So if you're not ready to let go of that victim story, then you might not want to hire me as your coach right now. Number two, you don't want to be kind and loving to yourself as you are right now. So if you would rather talk rough and mean and bullyish to yourself to try to get you to do things, then we're probably not going to be a good fit for each other. I've actually had people come to a consultation and tell me, I don't want to practice any of that self-love stuff. I'm not happy with how I am and I don't want to pretend to be. And to them, I said, okay, that's really good to know because I'm not the right coach for you. Because the way that I coach is that I believe that you have to love yourself first with who you are, what your body does for you, just you as a person. You have to love yourself first where you are right now, and then you'll have much more success and long-term body health, long-term success. I don't believe that we change our lives in a sustainable, long-term, ease-filled way by bashing ourselves. I don't believe in the self-bullying. I don't believe in the trash talking. I don't believe in withholding love from ourselves at all. So if you are someone that feels like you're only going to take action, if you're being mean to yourself, then we are not a good fit and you're not going to want to hire me. Okay, so number three, this is similar to number one, but this one is you're not ready to let go of your old story. So all of us have these stories that we tell about ourselves that have just developed over time based on the circumstances and based on how we handled those, based on what people have told us. And sometimes we've told the story so much and so often that we believe it so deeply that we don't even know that it's a story that can change. We, We think it's just like a concrete fact. We think it's just something about us that will never change. We don't even know that we can question it. But this is something I do a lot with my clients. I do it a lot with the people in my month long group programs that I do is we start questioning the truth of the stories that we have told about ourselves. So one uh, example that I see a lot is people come to me and they say, I never finish anything. And I say, is that true? And they'll say, yes, I never finish anything that I start. And I make them start to list out the things that they have finished. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, I do finish a lot of things. And so we start to just stop telling the story that I don't finish things. And we start saying the story, I used to not finish things, or I used to not realize I finished things, but now I do. Or now I'm working on finishing what I start. And we just start to rewrite our own history. We, we, we rewrite the story about us. So I'm going to give another example. I will have people come to me that say, I suck. I'm not good at anything. Nothing ever works out for me. And they're really stuck on having that definition of themselves, that nothing ever works out for them, that they haven't been successful. If they continue to tell that story, it will be very hard for them to find success. It's very rare that we can go out and do things and put ourselves out there and try things and expand our comfort zone if we are telling ourselves that we never succeed at anything, right? So if you are someone that 
tells yourself this negative, unuseful story about yourself, and you're not willing to try to change that, if you're not willing to try to let go of that story and start telling a new one, you might not want to hire me because I'm going to harp on you about stopping telling the old story because as long as you're still telling it, it's still going to be true. I harp on you a lot about, okay, what is the new story that you're telling and how can we take actions from that new story? How are you a person that finishes things? How are you a person that creates success? I've talked about this ad nauseum on the podcast about how we must start seeing our wins and start acknowledging the things that we are doing if we want to go create more of those. So this kind of goes hand in hand with that. If you are unwilling to start seeing what you are doing and what you're accomplishing and the things that you're doing well, then we are not going to be a good fit together and you are not going to enjoy working with me because I start every session with talking about something that you've put into your life on purpose that was good and that you enjoyed and a win that you put into your life. We start every session that way because I totally believe that we can rewire your brain to instead of looking at the negative things, the things that you're not doing, we can rewire your brain to see what you are doing. And once that happens, then you go create more and more and more good things. I see it over and over and over and over. I've been coaching people for 14 years in different capacities. And that's probably one of the biggest signs of potential success is if you are willing to start telling a different story about yourself. And if you're not willing, then I'm not the right coach for you. Okay, the fourth one, and this is really big. If you don't want to take responsibility for your own choices, then you're not going to want to hire me as your coach. So what this looks like is, is you might want someone to tell you what to do, to take step A and then step B and then step C. So I have had people come to me on consults and they'll say something like, I want you to help me with an exact email plan. Or they'll say, I just want you to tell me what to do. Just tell me step by step how to market my business. And I'll say, well, I don't do any of those things. Because if I told you step by step every single thing to do in your business, then it's not your business anymore. It's mine. And there's a couple reasons why I don't think that this works. Okay. So it doesn't teach you autonomy and ownership. If I'm doing all, if I'm telling you what to do and you're only doing it because I said so, then that doesn't teach you how to own your own business and be the business owner that you are. It doesn't teach you to listen to your own body and your mind and your spirit and your soul and your heart. It teaches you to listen to someone else. It puts this, it puts reliance on me. So what are you going to do? Are you going to work with me forever and ever and ever and ever because you don't know how to make your own choices and your own decisions for what works for you and your business? That means that you're going to have to rely on me forever. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to hire me to learn tips and tricks and tools and strategies to help you go take actions without needing approval or advice from me. I want you to be able to fly away out of the nest instead of always needing me to flap your wings for you. The other thing about this is if you're always asking me what to do, then it creates this weird uh, relationship where I'm in an authority position of you and your business. And I don't want that. We're equal. I'm a human and you're a human. We're both badass. So why are you asking me to tell you what to do? I want you to do what feels good to you. So what I do is I help with teaching you how to build that self-trust and knowing that you can make a decision for yourself and it's either going to work out or it's not. But if it doesn't work out, then you get to make a new decision. And that's part of what being a human is, is trying things and some of them will work out the way you want and some of them won't. But either way, you're totally going to be fine. 
So I would much rather build you up with this self-trust and this ownership of your choices so that you can go create the life that feels good to you. You know way more about your life and your circumstances and your business and your customers than I ever will. So how am I going to be an outsider and tell you what to do when I don't know anything about what makes you tick? Like you get to decide what feels good to you, what feels fun to you, what feels sustainable to you, what feels easy, what feels doable. That's for you to figure out. So even when I coach little kids, I would end the workouts and I would say, okay, does anyone want to do one more hill repeat? Does anyone want to do one more interval around the track? Can anybody do one more? And some kids would say yes, and some kids would say no. And both responses were completely honored and validated. And I would say, okay, great. I'm so glad that you know your body. This is amazing. So the people that want to do one more, let's get on the starting line. The people that don't, let's cheer for the ones that are doing it right now. And let's cheer for yourselves for knowing what you are capable of doing or what you want to be doing. These kids felt like a million bucks when they left because they had autonomy. They had ownership of the workout that they just did. It's such a great way to build trust, to ask yourself, what would I do here? What do I want to do? And then going and doing that. I see so many instances in the coaching industry where people hire these coaches and they think that they're going to be the answer to all their problems. And that's just not the case. I actually fell victim to this. I've talked about it on a podcast before, but I paid a lot of money to be in a mastermind. And because I had paid so much money to be in it, I decided I was going to be the number one A plus student and I was going to do every single thing that this coach told me to do. And I did, even when it felt yucky to me, even when it didn't feel right, even when I was like, oh, I don't like this idea. I did it anyway for a couple months, about three months. And I realized this feels terrible. And I never want to put my clients into this position where they've paid me money. And so now they think that they should do what I tell them to do. Never, ever. It felt so terrible. I want you to build this inner wisdom of knowing what feels good to you and going to do that. Because I'm telling you right now, if you are making choices that feel good to you, then you will find sustainable success. It will feel easier and fun and it will feel true to you. And you're going to keep going and you're going to speak out and you're going to meet people and you're going to make more money and you're going to build your business and you're going to have a great time doing it. We will talk strategy. We will talk about things like if you want to make more sales then you have to be talking about your business more often to more people. That's strategy. But I'm not going to tell you which people to talk to. I'm going to ask you, who do you like talking to? What feels like an easy way to talk about your business? For some people, it might be email. For other people, it might be walking around the street and handing out business cards. There's a million different ways to spread the word about your business. It's not up to me to tell you which one is right. The one that's right is the one that you want to do that feels easy, doable, fun, sustainable. That's the right one. But that's for you to decide. We'll talk about it together on the call. And I'll help ask you a lot of questions that are going to help you figure out, oh, this is the one that feels good to me. And then you're going to go do that. And if you don't go do that, then we talk about why didn't you go do that? And I help you get unstuck and I help you go do the thing. But I am not going to give you like a script of things to do because I don't want to own your business. I already own my own. I want you to own your business. And I want you to feel like a badass mofo when you walk away from the end of the day where you have been yourself and you've made decisions in your own business. So if you just want someone to just tell you what to do, you're not going to want to hire me because I'm not going to do that for you. I respect you too much as a human and I want you to develop your own skills for you. 
because I want at the end of our time together, whether that be six months or a year, I want you to walk away feeling like you got all the tools that you needed for any problem that comes up. That's how I know that we've done a good job together. You might want to stay with me for longer. I've had clients that have stayed with me for longer just because they could and wanted to, but not because they felt like they had to. They weren't reliant on me. They just enjoyed working through lots of different issues with me one at a time. The fifth reason you may not want to hire me as your life coach is due to cost. So I am not the right fit for everybody. I charge what is a lot of money to a lot of people. And if that is you, then I have other ways that you can sort of work with me or hear some of my coaching methods or teachings. And that is to listen to my podcast, to follow me on Instagram, get on my newsletter, and Every few months or so, I come up with a small group coaching month-long program, and those are really fun, and you get a good taste of what my coaching is like. And also, later in 2023, I'm going to be opening up a community membership where there will be coaching within the group. So you have lots of opportunities to work with me, even if it's not through one-on-one coaching due to the cost. So I'm just going to give you a quick recap of reasons why you might not want to hire me as your life coach. So one is you're still hanging on to that victim story and it is serving you and you're not ready to let go of it. Feels a little safer for you to blame past circumstances on the life that you have. That's okay. If that's you, that's okay. That just means we're not ready to work together yet. Number two, you don't want to be kind and loving to yourself as you are right now. You're waiting to with you're you're withholding that love and respect for yourself until you get a certain result. Yeah, we're not going to be a good fit. Number three, you're not ready to let go of that old story. You have the story that you're telling about yourself that you suck or that you're not a good finisher or that you've never found success and you're not ready to start telling a different story. So you're only ready to work with me. You're only going to enjoy working with me if you're ready to start writing a new story because I help you do that for sure. And the fourth one, you might not want to hire me if you're not ready to take responsibility for your own choices. If you're just wanting a coach to tell you what to do and to just give you a task list, then I am not your person. And the fifth reason why you might not want to hire me is due to cost. And if that's the case, there are other ways that you can work with me. And that would be newsletter, Instagram, and my upcoming group programs throughout the year and my upcoming community membership. So these are the reasons why you might not want to hire me as your coach. Listening to this, you may find that actually you might want to work with me. And here's the good news. I just had someone graduate last week and I have someone coming up on her graduation. She has one session left. So I will have two spots open by the time you listen to this podcast. And so if you want one of those spots, you know what to do. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash coaching and schedule a consultation call. We'll talk for an hour and we'll just make sure that we're a good fit before we start working together. Okay, before I let you go, I got to check in. Did you take me up on the challenge today? Did you look around and find one thing to acknowledge or to appreciate or to be grateful for? There's always something, friend. You just got to look for it. And sometimes we get so busy in our day that we forget to look, but there's always something there. You just got to remember to look for it. So you can let me know all about it. I hope that you took me up on the challenge. If not, go do it right now, friend. Okay. All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much for showing up to this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Friend, if you liked this podcast and you want help applying it to your life so you can do more of what you want, you'll love working with me one-on-one for six months. I help you with strategy and mindset so you can figure out what you want, make an action plan, and I'll help you get unstuck all along the way. 
If you're a creative business owner, be prepared to make more sales. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash consult to set up a consultation call to see if we're a good fit. I can't wait to help you put more of you into this world. Oh, hey, loyal podcast listener. Thank you for being here all the way through to the end. I would love for you to go to Instagram and find me at Show Up Society and go into my DMs and tell me what resonated the most with you from this podcast episode. Okay, thank you so much, friend. Keep being you.